the U.S. has now approved plans to strike Iranian targets in Syria and Iraq, according to officials. To bring us up to date on this, Simon Marks, LBC's Washington correspondent, joins me. Very good evening to you, Simon. Thank you. Uh, What is the latest on this? Well, I think it's a waiting game now, Ali, uh, as it has, of course, been since the moment uh, that those three American service personnel were killed last weekend uh, in Jordan, the United States blaming Iran for the attack, even though it was carried out uh, by an Iranian proxy in the region. Uh, Today, Defence Secretary Lloyd Austin uh, making his first uh, public appearance at the Pentagon since he sort of re-emerged on the stage after disappearing. Uh, for several weeks uh, over the Christmas period when he was suffering from prostate cancer that was not disclosed to the public nor indeed uh, to the President of the United States. He blamed Iranian manufactured drones uh, for the assault that killed the three uh, American soldiers in Jordan over the weekend and for a series of other uh, assaults that have left uh, scores of American soldiers with traumatic brain injuries in uh, various parts of the Middle East. We know retaliation is coming. President Biden promised that last weekend. Uh, He uh, affirmed yesterday uh, that he had a planned response uh, agreed with uh, military commanders and there are reports here tonight that they will not, the Americans, be striking at targets on Iranian soil. Uh, Instead, they're going to be going after uh, Iran-linked targets in Iraq and Syria. Uh, The plan to attack has reportedly been delayed by some bad weather uh, on the ground in Iraq and Syria. The uh, US officials here uh, are saying that they could launch the attack even during bad weather, but they want to wait for clearer skies uh, in an effort, they say, to minimize the risk of civilian casualties on the ground. And what I think we're seeing here is a Biden administration that is struggling to find a response that the president will be able to argue is proportional, but a response that does not drag the United States into an ever-widening spiral of conflict and doesn't result uh, in Iran feeling so aggrieved that it views the American action essentially uh, as a declaration of war. So he's in a very invidious position, President Biden, because making the decision about what level of attack to launch under uh, these circumstances when he's feeling tremendous political heat from hawkish Republicans who say absolutely he should be going much more directly after Iran uh, and from progressive Democrats on the left who are already very critical of the stance that he's taken uh, towards the conflict uh, in the Middle East between Israel uh, and Hamas. Uh, He finds himself under enormous pressure politically here in the United States with regard to events that are uh, taking place half a world away. Well, uh, Simon, uh, Lloyd Austin, the US Defence Secretary, said, we will take all necessary actions to defend the United States, our interests and our people. We will respond where we choose, when we choose, and how we choose. Um, Clearly, you've outlined that this is a very delicate balance for the US administration, and Joe Biden in particular. Uh, How how much do they think that it's a delicate balance for the Iranians? Do do they think the Iranians have actually bitten off a bit more than they can chew? Because their proxies seem to be engaging in all sorts of skirmishes all over the place in the Middle East, including the Houthis, as well as this attack on Sunday, which was accused uh, at the door or laid at the door of the Islamic resistance in Iraq. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, the first point to make is that this is going to be several days of reprisals, we're told. This is not going to be a, a one-and-done uh, action by the United States. It is going to uh, take, they say, several days to roll out. Uh, but the other point uh, to make is that the United States believes uh, it is seeing very clear signals from Iran that Iran is anxious not to find itself in a situation where uh, the conflict with the United States directly intensifies. They say they've seen evidence uh, of Iranian military commanders uh, moving from the places where they uh, normally live and work in a bid to try and uh, get away from being on the receiving end of any uh, American military reprisals and also chatter in the system that suggests that politically uh, the leadership uh, in Iran uh, is eager to damp things down a bit. Uh, and of course there are questions about precisely what degree of command and control the Iranians exercise uh, over those uh, proxies, uh, including the one uh, that carried out the attack uh, in Jordan over the weekend. Uh, so it's very delicate, I think, at both ends of the equation. Certainly the Iranians have felt substantially emboldened in recent months, not just in recent weeks, uh, about where they find themselves vis-a-vis -vis, uh, the United States. Uh, and, uh, of course, the attacks uh, that were carried out by Hamas uh, on Israel on October uh, the 7th uh, were immediately blamed by Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu uh, on Iran and Iran's backing of Hamas. But the United States says it saw very clear evidence that the Iranian authorities were as surprised that the assault by Hamas had taken place as anybody else. Yes. So, uh, I mean, this is a cauldron, isn't it? I it mean, is. It's a real tinderbox. Yeah. President Biden said yesterday he does not want to be drawn into a wider conflict. The difficulty is that little by little, step by step, the conflict has widened over the last few weeks with the uh, joint UK-US military action against the Houthis following the attacks uh, against uh, vessels in the Red Sea. And with every bit of ratcheting the conflict up, there is always the risk that it's going to further escalate. Absolutely, and that is the great danger. Thank you very much indeed. That was Simon Marks, LBC's Washington correspondent, bringing us up to date on US approving strikes uh, on Iranian targets in Syria and Iraq.